You're listening to Power Pearls Podcast, where it's all about empowering your knits and pearls. My name is Kara Gott Warner, life coach and host of the show, and I help women to be more intuitive, navigate time management, and understand how mindset plays a crucial role in confidence and creative transformation. Hey there. So before we get started, I want to share something really special with you. So I created a free guide that I know is going to help you be more productive, have more time for your creative, personal, and professional goals. It's called Getting It Done, the ultimate eight-step guide to help you go from a hot mess to a planning diva. And in this guide, I talk about the three things that keep us stuck and how to overcome them. Based on my 15 plus years in the yarn crafting world as a knitwear designer and executive magazine editor, I've figured out a system to create a sustainable way for getting what matters most done. And now I wanna pay forward my knowledge to you with this very special guide. Because in order to get unstuck, we need to identify what's holding us back in the first place because then and only then can we really begin to make a change. Also in this guide, you're gonna get my free printables for planning your week ahead and you can print them again and again week after week. So to get your hands on my free resource, go to karagotwarner.com slash getting it done. Okay. On to the episode. Well, hey there, Power Pearlers. I want to welcome you to another episode. So last week, we spoke about indecision, the second in our trifecta of dream crushers. And today, in this final episode in the series, I want to dive into the third part and talk about resistance. And you're going to learn how this saboteur really is the sneakiest of all. Okay, so if you haven't listened to part one or two, then go back and listen to episode 112 and 113. Okay, so in this finale, I'm going to share a little planning tool that is so cool, and it all comes down to just one simple thing, which I'm going to share with you later in this episode. So hang tight. Okay. So without further ado, let's dive in to the third saboteur, which is resistance. Now, as I said, this is probably the sneakiest of all because it makes us talk ourselves into doing something. And, you know, if, if, if it feels even the least bit uncomfortable, we can totally convince ourselves to not do what we say we're going to do, right? So not do that thing that's on our schedule and, uh, you know, not, um, you know, do what we really wanted to do, that we really, the thing that was really going to help us to, you know, it was going to help us move the needle in our life. And so resistance can be so strong and it can make us believe things. Like they feel so solid and so real. We find all the excuses I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm sick. You know, there's so many things that seem believable. And then before you know it, our goals remain wishes, right? You've heard me say that before, but this just might be the broken record that plays over and over and over in your head. And we just, you know, we want it to stop. 
we can make it stop. So that's what this episode is all about. So we can fix that. So here's what happens with resistance. Okay. So when things get hard, we look for things to make us feel good. And by the way, this is totally normal. More good news for you. I've shared good news throughout these, throughout this series. The good news is that it's totally normal, right? So you're a normal functioning human being. There's nothing wrong with you because your normal tendency is to probably beat yourself up. But you know, the truth is that the normal, you know, our normal way, the normal human wish is to be comfortable and to do what's easy, right? So knowing that we can work against it, but what this really is, it's our primitive brain kicking in. And I want to give you like a little, you know, one-on-one here. So it's our primitive brain kicking in. And by the way, it's always going to win. And it's our job not to let it because if we let it win, then we don't reach our goals. This is the truth. Because what happens is that our primitive brain wants us to stay safe. So yes, it'll say you're tired, you're sick, you're hungry, you're going to die if you don't eat, you know? I think I just had that one happen to me today, but I made it through. I was fine. I was totally fine. So here's a little primitive versus upper brain 101, okay? So your primitive brain, and this is the stuff that I talk about in my workshops, in my coaching, you know, my one-on-one coaching programs. And we have these two things, these two opposing things. But once we understand, you know, how they work together, that's the secret sauce, my friends. So the primitive brain, I'll also, you've, you've also heard me call it the lower brain, the reptilian brain, the baby brain. It's the minowana, minowana brain. Okay. And then we have the upper brain, which is the adult brain. This is also called the prefrontal cortex. This is what keeps the baby in line, right? So the baby, the primitive brain can have a tantrum, but you know what? The prefrontal cortex, the adult brain is like, okay, I see you. You can have that tantrum, but you still can't have that candy bar. Okay. So it's all about seeing this happen with the primitive brain wanting to have its way and you allowing it. it has, it's not, it's not resisting it, like, cause we're talking about resistance here. It's not that it's not fighting and white knuckling. It's about noticing that you have these two dynamics happening in your brain at the same time. And, um, the way to put your adult brain in charge is to plan ahead, right? So these are the things that I talk about in my workshop, in my Tame Your Time workshop. So you guys probably heard me talk about that a whole bunch. I'll share a little bit more about that later on in this episode. But, you know, this is how we can kind of keep that primitive brain from winning is by planning ahead. That's when our prefrontal cortex is actually working and it's doing its job, when we're thinking ahead, we're we're being strategic, right? So that is the job of your adult brain. Keeps that baby in line. Because as I said just a moment ago, our natural tendency is to seek comfort. We're always going to seek the path of least resistance. This is how we're programmed. This is how we're made as human beings. But it's so good to know this, I think, 
When I discovered this through my own coaching, my self-coaching and with my own coach, to learn this concept, to realize that I could actually, um, you know, knowing that this tendency is normal, that I'm not you know, that I'm not flawed, that there's, there's nothing wrong with me. So it's like, you know, when you, you've, you understand the root cause, then that's when you can transcend it. So that's exactly what we can do when we understand this. Okay. But I'm going to share with you now how you can overcome it, how you can work with the, you know, when, when resistance, not wanting to do a thing, when the Mino Wana pops up, this is how you can overcome it. So you can actually plan. So we plan. We can actually plan in our planner, you know, in our Google calendar, how, whatever planning system you choose. And you plan ahead. Just like I said before, when you plan ahead, you're all of a sudden you're switching gears to allowing your prefrontal cortex, your adult brain to do its work. This is the magic of the upper brain, of the prefrontal cortex. So then you put it in your planner, you write it down, you put an alarm somewhere, and you, and you plan ahead that when resistance comes, when all the, sneak, these sneaky th- the sneaky three, right, the, net, the trifecta of dream stealers, I'm going to repeat them again here because episode 112, or is it 112 and 113, right? So we talked about the first part of the series was doubt. The second one was indecision. And this third one is resistance. And again, they all work together. They feed off each other. One can pop up before the other, but they kind of feed on each other. So it's like, if you have doubt, then you're not going to believe in your dream. And then indecision will, will, you know, come into play because you're like, well, I'm not going to make a decision because I'm not sure because I'm doubting myself. And then of course, resistance is going to, you know, keep you from showing up because, you know, you're not believing in your dream anyway. And there's always something better that you can be doing. That's way more fun, right? That's what your primitive brain's going to, going to, to make you want to think, believe me. So, um, so here's how we do it. We plan it. We put this in the calendar that we will expect an appearance. They're the sneaky three, these three saboteurs are going to make an appearance. It's not a matter of if they make an appearance, they're going to. The most successful people experience these three things, but they understand that they're going to come, they're going to show up, and they're not going to allow it because they decide in advance that they're going to deal with the discomfort when they surface. Because, you know, the thing that they really want, that compelling reason, you've heard me talk about that, their why, that is what keeps them showing up. So you just have to decide in advance and you know that it's not going to always make you, it's not going to be warm and fuzzy. So you have to make that decision before you even you know, put that down on paper. Okay. So you decide in advance. So there's no surprises and you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So what's the payoff here? The payoff of discomfort is reaching your goals, right? Because sometimes you think, oh, what's the, what is, you know, why would I want to feel uncomfortable? I don't want to feel uncomfortable. That That's an alarm. That's a red flag. That means something's wrong. We've been taught to believe that, but that's not true. We've been lied to. This is a lie. The payoff 
of discomfort is reaching our goals. You know, you've heard that saying, you know, to reach great things takes hard work and sometimes discomfort, right? So good things, or the saying is something like, um, I always, I always butcher these things. I didn't write this down in my notes, but to, to reach greatness, we have to endure some pain and, and, but the payoff is, it's just a beautiful thing. So you can kind of future pace yourself and think, imagine what it would be like if I reached this goal. It would be an amazing thing. It would be this domino effect in your life, right? It would have an effect on everything else. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so we understand the mindset and what happens. And, and, you know, now we understand these sneaky three, right? The, the three saboteurs, we understand that doubt, indecision, and resistance are the biggest obstacles that keep us from reaching our goals, right? From planning on purpose, planning with purpose, I should say. And now that we get that, we can shift to what we really want with an intentional plan. So now let's shift gears and I'm going to talk about an easy peasy planning process. I've been sharing in this series, easy peasy planning secrets. So here it is. This is like the finale, right? I think you're absolutely going to love this. Okay. So when it comes to planning, it's simple, right? My philosophy is simple and scrappy. That's totally my philosophy. And planning starts in my book with just the simplest tools. And that is one simple sheet of paper. And I'm going to show you how to do that today, right? Just simple, simple sheet of paper, no fancy bells or whistles. So here's a little exercise for you that you can, you can sit down and do it right now get out your favorite journal or your planner or just a sheet of copy paper will do. I love copy paper. I love to grab it because it's it's like a clean slate. It's like it's like almost like a blank canvas. I love that. Okay. So this is a process that you can use every single week. And it's one that I teach more extensively in my Tame Your Time Roadmap workshop. So just so you know, enrollment just ended like this like last week or the beginning of this week, because now we're in it. This week I'm teaching the first module. I'm so excited. Enrollment just ended because I, you know, I do this live workshop a few times a year. But the good news is that you can get on the wait list for my next free masterclass. It's called Secrets to Painless Planning, and it's happening soon. So if you go to karagotwarner.com forward slash tame your time, you can get on that list. Okay. All right. So here's my cool and scrappy, easy peasy planning process that I know you're absolutely going to love. And it's simple four steps. Here they are just these simple four steps. Okay. So number one is write it down. You write it all down. So it's a stream of consciousness. So you do something that's called a brain dump. It's been called a a thought download. This is something that I do with my clients and my own coach. Uh, You know, it's about doing, you know, cleansing the brain and getting it all out. You know, think of it like a brainstorming session, you know, stream of consciousness. And what I want you to do is you have this, you know, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper which I think is a great format. So maybe it's a legal pad too. Legal pads are great for this because it's a throwaway. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because when you're done doing this process that I'm going to explain, these four steps, this piece of paper that you're writing on, it you just throw it away at the end. You don't need it. 
You don't need it. This is like your scratch pad, right? So you write everything down that you can think of that you need to do. Now, this is for your week. Think of it for your week ahead. But you can do this at any time. Like, let's say you're like, I want to do it right now. And it's Tuesday or Wednesday. When you're listening to this, it's always a Wednesday. Um, And you can plan from Wednesday to Wednesday. Why not? You can do whatever you want. By the way, I always tell you guys, because, you know, when we think about our thoughts, you know, our thoughts are just sentences in our mind and we can decide to believe whatever we want. (laughs) So write it all down, set a timer or just fill the page. I like to fill one page and then just keep asking what else is there? Am I missing anything? Um, I sometimes like to use highlighters, different colored gel pens. Um, and also I'll put like a little star or a little key at the top or the bottom of the sheet. And a star for me usually indicates that this has multiple items. It's, it, it could be a project. Um, because you might be writing something and thinking, you know, oh, work on website. Well, that's a loaded you know, thing like work on website that's got lots of moving parts in it. So that is a project. So be able make sure that you can determine the difference between a project and a task. Okay. That's a really important distinction. So you have this sheet of paper and you just keep asking yourself, what else is there? Did I cover all the bases, right? And you know, maybe you have come up with some things that you might not need to do this week, but what you can do is you can kind of keep um, on your calendar, just jot those things down or put them on a big sticky note. I like to use those giant sticky notes, you know, the kinds that, that look like a sheet of paper. And I'll just stick that in my planner for the following week, or maybe even the following month, if it's something that I don't really even need to do this month, because you might uncover a lot of stuff, but really just try to keep it to what is it that I need to do this week? And just write that down and write it down and write it down and write down. And then step two is to delete or delegate. Now my, t- my, um, I'm leaning towards delete, right? Like, cause if you're going to delegate it, if you, if you, you know, you have a business or you've, you know, you're going to your, your job, your day job, and you have an assistant or someone that you can give something to, then great. But I really want to encourage you to delete. You know why? Because it's going to force you to say, is this really that important? Like, because you know, what happens is we, we come up with all these, these ideas and we think they're really precious, but they're not, they're not that important. And sometimes we hold, we give things the same importance, like a really important thing that could move the needle in your, in your personal life, in your professional life. And we might also rank something else that's like kind of like a throwaway. It's not a big deal. We will kind of put it in this place of this, you know, rank it as having the same importance. Because what it comes down to is we might say, I'm not really sure. I don't know. But if you keep asking yourself the question, you say, I, I'm not going to accept confusion. You know, I'm not going to accept that as an answer. You'll say, oh, I'm learning. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm learning. I don't really know right at the moment, but I'm going to figure it out. It's just a matter of time. So really try to be like, you know, get on that no train, say, you know, say no, uh, delete, try that. It's so liberating because then you're going to create this confidence in, in yourself that you really can focus in and constrain down to what's the most important. So that's step two. You've got the sheet of paper. I love to take a Sharpie and then start crossing stuff out. It's like, oh yes, like I don't need that. Cross it off, cross it off, cross it off. Then 
Step three is you're left with like, you can even start a new sheet, a clean sheet if you want. I sometimes, I like to do this if I have the time where I just write it down on a new sheet and then I have a smaller list and it feels great because you've really condensed things. And then what you want to do is then you've got the sheet of paper right next to your computer, your keyboard, whatever, and your pen, and you're going right down the list in order. And then what you're doing is you're plotting it on your calendar. If you're using a digital calendar, you know, on your computer keyboard, you know, type it into Google, you know, your Google calendar or whatever, you know, digital planner, or you love to use a paper planner. You're sitting there with your list and your paper planner, and then you're transferring from that sheet to your paper planner to whatever day of the week makes sense for you. And if you're using a paper planner, I highly recommend uh, in a um, you know pencil or an erasable pen. I love erasable gel pens. My favorite is Frixion. So you can find those pretty much anywhere you buy gel pens. I love Frixions. Um, so yeah, and then uh, let's see, that's, so you're transferring them to the calendar and they, then they have a hard date, right? So it's no longer a list. This is where your list, your to-do list and your calendar are now talking to each other. Because a lot of the times what happens is we don't let them talk to each other and that is where we fall short. This is where we really have a flawed process. So now that in step three, we're making that list, talk to the calendar, okay? And then finally, step four, and this is a powerful exercise. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do this every day. It, it makes it so uh, actionable and so dynamic. It helps you plan the next day to see, you know, when you're, you know, because you want to revisit each day, right? You want to do, you want to check in. So this is an end of the day review is step four. You review and you check in with yourself and you say, what worked, what didn't, right? And so uh, I like to do this at night. I do this like after dinner, but if you're too tired or you kind of feel like, you know, you've lost the the energy to do do something like this, do it earlier, right? And do it at the end of your work day and just do a daily review. So it's plan, your plan versus, because your plan is what you wrote down, right? In step three. And then your your it's your plan versus actual, right? What really happened? Because then you can really see like, wow, did I over plan? Did I under plan? Did I, you know, whatever it is, you're going to be able to see clearly why you didn't follow through, right? And then you, whatever's left, if you find yourself carrying things over to the next day, I mean, I really want you to be like, nope, non-negotiable. I am going to do X, Y, and Z today. And this is like a bonus. And this is like a bonus. Okay. So that was four steps. So the final one is the review. The bonus here is when you're planning your day, right? So you've got this, you've transferred your list to the days of the week. I want you to get in the habit of picking your big three things. This is your big three. No more than three big things. These are your non-negotiables that you will accomplish during something that you will, a time that you will designate that is called your focus time. Okay. And that's usually two to four hours a day. Believe it or not, after four hours a day, our productivity drops. So if you're in that, you know, you're working in an office and you're, you're working eight hours a day, take a look at that. You're going to be really surprised at the hours in your day, the real 
productivity. For me, it's the morning. I think for most people, it probably is because you're, you know, you woke, you just woke up a couple hours before you're raring to go. So don't, please try not to plan more than three big non-negotiable things. Now, later in the day, sure, you can add in those low-level activity things like check email, reviewing your day, running errands. I love to run errands like at the end of the day, like after lunch, because I'm like, you know, it keeps me moving. So really try to identify what you, what are the things that you need to do during the high energy periods and what you will do during the lower energy periods and honor that. So this is where you can become really intuitive. All right, you guys. So, oh my gosh, that's it. So those are the four simple steps. I hope you enjoyed this little series that I did for you guys. So that's, that's it. So um, take care and I'll see you in the next episode. All right. Bye. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want to find more creative confidence, manage your time, or you want to work through a relationship struggle, then I'd love to invite you to apply for a free mini coaching session with me, which will give you clarity and direction on your goals. So here's what you need to do. Just go to karagotwarner.com slash workwithkara, or you can visit karagotwarner.com and click the link work with Kara at the top of the page to apply. This is a great opportunity. So if you're out walking, running, washing the dishes, whatever it is, stop the presses and sign up today to apply and see if coaching with me is a good fit. Again, that's karagotwarner.com slash work with Kara.